Hey everyone, it's Michael Equinox Doodles. I'm coming at you with a little special ad break right before our actual main episode. Uh, that's because in two days, on the 7th, we're going to be starting off a slash week. Essentially, we're going to read slash fiction for our, the whole week. So every single day, there's going to be a brand new episode where we read some gay yaoi or whatever. It's It's very weird. Very weird. We have some very great choices a very bad one, mind you, but a lot of really interesting choices for the fan fictions that we discovered online and we wanted to share with you. Again, some of them are good, one of them is really bad. I'm sorry in advance for that. I had no control over what was going on except for like one or two fan fictions. So, that being said, starting on the 7th again, going to the 14th, we're going to be releasing new episodes every single week leading up until we get to, well, Valentine's Day where we read a custom slash fiction created by sergio jake and matt and speaking of matt he's actually been upgraded to be a normal host now so you should be able to see more of him every single week than when we get onto our actual normal schedule so speaking of getting onto things you should check out our redbubble store where we have a bunch of shirts and buttons and face masks all with jokes and stuff from the actual show as well as a logo shirt in case you want to shill for us too it'd be really cool of you if you did and of course make sure that if you're enjoying our stuff you share it around we want to grow the audience and we don't pay for advertisements so please if you enjoy the show and you think that your friend would really like the show or maybe your cousin i don't know about family members you might want to be very you know kind of uh, curious about that sort of thing but well you know whatever it maybe if your mom really wants to let us read smut to her for a bedtime story, you know, that's cool with me, I guess. I mean, to each their own. So let's actually get right into the usual bit of the episode. I will see you guys in the actual episode for once. Hello, and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon, the only podcast on the internet that was started as a speakeasy in mid-Philadelphia. I'm your bartender, Greg Chudley. Today we got with us. Rocky Hunter, Rocky T. Hunter, our pianist. Say howdy, Rocky. Howdy, Gregory. <laughs> we got a two bounces. Doc Rocky and Equinox. Hey, man, what's up? You're not getting in without a fight. I'm going to need to see identification, sir. The speakeasy. What the fuck? <laughs> we, who, who puts IDs in a speakeasy? That's the point. We do. We're the bouncers. The only thing that they're going to be bouncing is on this boy's dick. Oh, man. That's not apparently okay. It's a, apparently it's a gay speakeasy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, screw that, boys. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Doing all right. I have a little bit of a right. headache, but I'm, but I'm fine. What do you got in store You're for adding us? Sonic the Hedgehog into Puyo Puyo Tetris. That's not that, related. I just think that's it's amazing. I, I felt like that should have been happening a long time Puyo ago. Puyo Puyo Tetris Two. My bad. Well, now I have this, to get Puyo Puyo Tetris. Sponsored. We haven't had a sponsor in a long time. So no, we have. Episode is sponsored by Puyo Puyo Tetris Two. By, by the way, Michael, I have a question. I have an answer. What's up? For you. Uh, so as of right now, I'm I'm looking I'm going to the different books. On, I know this isn't the Chain of Memories episode, but I need to ask this question now because I'm in the middle of looking up. But I just wanted to see in general what the 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 lengths of all the Chain of Memories. They actually get shorter as they go on. But that's not the point I wanted to ask. Did you buy a Chain of Broken Memories version two or version one? Version two. I wanted to get the I want to get the updated patch. Get the version one. We have to compare patch notes. Because <laughs> I, cause I, cause I, I, I see that Chain of Broken Memories has a higher has a higher rank than uh, the version two has a higher rank than the other one, but they appear to be the same um, uh, length. We don't know that. Uh, we could, you know, for all we know, version two might be the final mix, or there might be an alternate ending. We don't know. That's yeah, true. I mean, unless 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 the, the 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 Amazon page is copy and paste it, it looks like it's the same. Maybe he fixed some. <laughs> this is my pipe dream, but maybe, just maybe, he uh added some uh, grammar. No, actually, I'm looking at the um, I'm, I'm looking at the preview, and that's not the case. Well, unfortunately, it's not 
that episode today. We're we're supposed to be doing not. something else. Yes. Or and Jake have has a fan fiction for you. What we what I brought on the table is something more serious. Oh, in, a, in a franchise, I don't think I, I I'm sure all of us know about, but none of us are super into that I know of. But I personally think it's interesting and would like to delve more into it sometime. And I'm is sure it Sonic the Hedgehog. I, Sergio, if it was Sonic the Hedgehog, then I wouldn't say that I'm not very into it. Okay. <laughs> Try again. The only thing I'm into is the bio lizard. What's up? It, the bio lizard is giant fucking prostate test at the end of Sonic Adventure 2. It's a Vampire the Masquerade fan fiction. Oh, that's interesting. I'm pretty into Vampire. Uh, I, 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 can t I can tell you that I am not into Vampire Masquerade, but it's been sitting in my Steam library for years, and I haven't my, touched it. Same. I, plan I, on can, it. I don't know a lot about Vampire the Masquerade, although I do know that it is every goth edgy boy's favorite uh, tabletop role-playing game. Maybe in a long time from now, we can do a, uh, a, a Halloween Vampire the Masquerade tabletop special. Perhaps. No, we should do I a, a Let's Play. I had another in one in distant, mind. So, so you the, think oh, you can okay. gaming? So you think? Yeah, go to our. So you think? Go to our. Did you know gaming? So you think you can stream? So you think you can stream? Sergio and I are gonna race Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines on it. Blindfold. I'm gonna blind? win because no, I, I'm just gonna win because I know more about the Source Engine. There's your fun fact of the day. Did you know that Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines is made on the Source Engine? No way. I didn't he, know it was a Source game. You did or you did not? I did not know it was a Source game. Is I it like a modified like, Source engine? Or is it I, like full vanilla Source? I think it's full vanilla Source. Let me check the... Gordon? Uh, let me check the release date. Hello, Gordon. Yeah, it, it was one of the first games made on the Source engine alongside Half-Life 2 and Postal 3. So... Neat. Hello, Only Gordon. two of those are video games. And considering that the the initial release of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines is uh really really bad, um, they didn't have a really good uh hmm. start. <laughs> you know? I see. The, you do need to download a fan patch to get it fun, um, unless you own it on GOG. But it's got a very big cult following and a sequel coming out soon. That's hopefully not going to be as mediocre as the initial release of the first one. But yeah. uh, let's get yeah, into yeah, this. Yeah, it's like a full-on Let me give you guys some background. Well, even the viewers some background. What the fuck the Vampire the Masquerade is. So Vampire the Masquerade is like, alright, imagine a bunch of fucking mafia guys. Like a bunch of mobs in like a city. And they're like, they're fighting for territory. But they're all vampires. And they're all different they're types, all, different types yeah. of vampires throughout media. So you got like your like fucking the Nosferatu's and the yeah. Draculas and the Twilights. And, yeah, um, and the Alucards. The Alucards. Yeah, and if you really want to get spicy, uh, the Masquerade is essentially like a code of order to make sure that uh, the fucking Night Hunters don't fucking kill you. Like you have to, you have to like blend in with society so they, like nobody knows that you're a vampire. That's the whole, kind of the whole gimmick of the game is that you're a vampire. And it's, and, stuff. and it's really race specific. Like if you're a Nosferatu, you don't look even remotely human. So you can't even show yourself to humans. You have to go through the sewers and suck rats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a or wild flicker the light anyways. on and off. <laughs> yeah. And Nosferatu. make, make sloshing sounds on the ceiling. And green slime. Green Michael the Walls have always done that. Oh. What have you got for us today in Vampire the Masquerade? This is City of Blood. Max wakes up dazed and confused, finding himself in a new world and fighting to survive in a city filled with kindred, vic viciously, vic viciously competing for territory and power. Slowly, Max begins to discover this world and uncover what happened to him. Haunted by the discovery, he finds something new to fight for, revenge and belonging. I'd like to point out that uh, Jacob didn't have a stroke. The author misspelled viciously as viscously. viscously. Yeah, I was like, "Is that's not the right word. I mean, unless they meant viscously. But no. I don't think, is that... I mean... No, that's not even how you spell viscous. 
They meant viscously. That fucking is. That is exactly yeah, how you spell viscously. Well, viscously isn't a, like of a, of a gluttonous a nature or consistency, sticky, thick, adhesive. So it could be a pun. Oh, uh, I th I, th I thought there was a, I thought there was another I in there. No. It could be a pun. Honestly, this is the first thing we're talking about. It's whether or not this author's note is a pun or not. I think it is. Honestly, I'm gonna go with the pun just because I'm a I'm a man of pun. Because you know what I, else is I'm thick and sticky that, that isn't cum? Blood. <laughs> okay. You just, okay, had, you just had to go there, didn't you? You had to go with, you had to go with the fucking gloosh. Alright, let's start. Who's gonna be Max? And who's gonna be the narrator? I'll be the narrator. I'll be Max. <clears throat> Max had never been in love before. And as he descended the stairs, clutching his Beretta pistol, he could only think of her beautiful face. He flowed down the stairs gracefully, a spring to his step. He reached the bottom and paused, considering what he had been asked to do. He frowned and thought. How could it be wrong to make that beautiful face smile? Question mark. <laughs> Max had never believed in love at first sight, but he'd only met Michaela tonight, and his heart was already hers. He thought of her face again, and his heart seemed to skip a beat. Let's see. I, wait. There's two different ways this, character, this author is writing thoughts. One I'll go with one, that. Okay. One apostrophed and one italicized. If this is what will make her happy, then this is what I'll do. He thought resolutely. Any price was worth paying if it meant he could be with Michaela. Max pushed the black door wide and walked into the nightclub. The floor was still packed with people dancing, the bartenders rushing to fill drink orders. Max swept past it all. He knew what he had to do. Even as he weaved through the crowd, his thoughts returned to Michaela. She was so... perfect. So dangerous. And he had the chance to make her smile. Max walked through the club's front entrance and headed around back behind the nightclub. Max walked towards a large white van that was waiting by the dumpsters. The music was still audible. <laughs> I'm glad that nobody acknowledged what I just said. <laughs> Nobody's going to until you read your thought bubble. No. That's good. He thought. Maybe no one will hear this. As Max approached the van, two large men exited, hauling with them two figures, hands tied behind their backs and black bags over their heads. One of the figures was male and the other was female. I get to make her happy. Max was so elated, he practically skipped them. Who was to be large man number one? <laughs> I'll be large man number uh, one. Oh, okay. Here they are, one of the large men said. He ripped the bags off of his captive's heads. One of the captives was Max's best friend. The other figure was his friend's sister, the girl they had both been looking for. So they do have her. That's good. His friend looked up at him in pure shock. I'll leave this one to Serge. That's me. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, Shit, no. you're right. That is him. I thought it was going to hey, be the Chris. friend. Hey, Chris. Long time no see. Max said cheerfully. Chris spluttered. Sp I think that's sputtered in confusion. No, it's spluttered. I'm pretty sure There's definitely word. a P in there. Splutter. What? That is also What are you word. doing here, Max? Splutter is a word. He finally choked out. Looking over, Chris saw his sister kneeling beside him. She was gagged, and when their eyes met, she began to sob. It's okay, Cindy, Chris said, almost crying himself. It's alright, I'm here for you. I told you I'd come. This only made her sob harder. Max, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he screamed. Why'd you laugh at that? I don't know. You were supposed to talk to the owner and give my sister back. Max heard a melodious, feminine laugh from behind him and looked around. Michaela, the woman he loved. She walked toward him and stood at his back, wrapping her arms around him. Her hands rubbed his hips, slowly grazing lower. Max gave a shudder and shot her a big smile. Uh, I guess I will have to be Michaela. You sent him against me. She pouted to Chris, but Max tried to protest. 
No, I would never. But she silenced him with her mouth. Michaela let the kiss linger. Then, still stroking his shoulder, she turned... I'm glad she was stroking the shoulder and not something else. <laughs> to face he Chris. continued to <laughs> stroke. <laughs> My woman. Where were we? Oh, he's mine. He's mine now, I'm afraid. She said, smiling wickedly. Max. She whispered. <laughs> Her breath tickling his ear. My ear has been tickled. They don't want us together. If we don't do something, they'll drive us apart. Shoot them. Starting with her. Michaela pointed towards Cindy. Before Max knew what he was doing, he lifted the gun and pointed it at Cindy's head. She began sobbing even harder, her entire body convulsing as if she were having a seizure. Her large brown eyes rolled wildly at the prospect of her death. They seemed to see nothing, yet everything all at once. One of the large men held her down. No, you bitch! <laughs> Search you, please. We're supposed to save the giggling. I thought we agreed on this. Yeah. Sorry. Giggles are meant to be saved. Chris yelled, kicking frantically at Michaela. The other large man held him down and tied a gag over his mouth. Chris continued to yell, but it was muffled, the words unintelligible. Now, my sweet boy, she murmured, do as you're told. But Chris is my friend. That's his sister. Max looked over at Chris. Chris looked back, his eyes pleading. Max didn't want to disappoint Michaela. In fact, he couldn't think of anything worse, but... They don't want us to be together, love. She murmured again. You do want me, don't you? She whispered into his ear tantalizingly. Inhaling deeply through his nose, Max could smell her sweet scent wrapping itself around him. Mama, 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 more than, than anything. She stuttered, caught up in her embrace. Then do it. She you said, better not. <laughs> Nuzzling <laughs> his shoulder with her nose. So we can be happy. Max pulled the trigger. There was a loud bang as the Beretta fired. Oh. Max, <laughs> Max heard Chris's muffled screams oh. of agony. Michaela began to laugh uncontrollably. She let go of his shoulder and moved to Chris. She towered over him as he sobbed. Bending down, she grabbed a fistful of his hair and yanked back, forcing him to meet her eyes. No friend ever served me. No enemy ever wronged me. Whom I have not repaid it for. She let his head drop to the ground. He squirmed towards her, his face a mask of hatred. Michaela lifted one foot and planted her heel on Chris's back, pinning him to the ground. Wow. She's powerful. Wow, he's really he just like step awe. on me. <laughs> I think that was God, Chris I wish who that, that were me. I'm not sure. <laughs> God, I wish that were me. I don't know why it would be Chris. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The, the author just uses he like four times in a row, and it's clear he's <laughs> changed character at this point. <clears throat> Max had felt terrible regret, consuming guilt when he pulled the trigger, but it had quickly been replaced with thoughts of Michaela. Chris let out a muffled scream of frustration once more. Take this one. Michaela said, digging her heel deeper into his back. Take him out to the boonies and dispose of him and her. She said, pointing to Cindy's dead body. Max averted his eyes, not wanting to look at it. The big men did as she asked. They loaded the van, hauling a flailing Chris with them, and drove off. Michaela turned toward him. She grinned wide, sharp teeth flashing in the moonlight. It was a predatory grin, a grin of sadistic pleasure. Max didn't notice. He was too fixated on her overwhelming beauty. I did it. I made her smile. He thought joyously. Michaela opened her arms and held them out. (laughs) Oh, what a good boy. She purred, biting her bottom lip slightly. She strode toward him in her black heels, arms still opened wide in embrace. Now come here, my beautiful young warrior. 
Let me Heart give you chain. your reward. <laughs> Heart clamoring. <laughs> I'm sweaty. Knees. Knees are heavy. <laughs> Knees are weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit on look my sweater. General, oh, look okay. in general, please. Max met her halfway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who can't see the Discord, Jacob has just posted a screaming emoji, emoji with the impact font text, Let's fucking go. Why does he look like a fucking tennis ball? What is with the white? <laughs> it's an emoji. But uh, Max met her halfway. She wrapped her arms around his neck, reaching up on her toes. She leaned into him. Foreheads touching, she looked deeply into his eyes. Max wrapped his hands around the small of her back. His legs and arms were trebling. It got so bad that he felt like his entire body was vibrating. He could hardly breathe. All he heard was his heart beating like a drum in his ears. She must have sensed his trembling, for she leaned to whisper in his ear. Hush, darling. I haven't done anything yet. She kissed him deeply then. He had never felt such passion before, and his world was consumed by her. She leaned back, and Max breathed heavily, barely able to contain his enthusiasm. Her mouth was a mere inch from his face. She gazed deeply into his eyes, and he was lost. Beware the rose. She whispered. Her breath was warm. Everything about her was warm and soft. Beware the rose, Max, for it has thorns, sharp thorns. Max tried to understand these words, but before he could, she kissed him again, and his only thoughts were of her. She kissed his cheek and down his neck, where she started to nibble, and he sighed in pleasure, closing his eyes. Can I can I just say that from the very beginning, as soon as he was walking down that stairs, I was I was like, he, he's gonna do something, he he's gonna like, like this isn't gonna go like like this dude's got me like hooked. I was like, no, no, no it's like like I know he's going to do something terrible for this harlot. <laughs> yeah, there's very no, and, 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 and then I was then I was like, okay. He he turns around and shoots her. Please just, he turns around and he shoots her. And then he shoots the the, the two guys. And they'll get out of there. But no. Fucking Max. <laughs> I'm pissed. Yeah, Max well, is a... Why did Max we have never met, main character. I have never met a person that was named Max who I didn't, like, have some small amount of distrust <laughs> with. That includes Max and Ruby's Max. Fuck that I'm white sorry. rabbit. Ouch. Uh, I will say, though, I think there's some minor plot inconsistencies, because why does she ask Max to shoot the girl, but then tells the two guys to take them out to the van and do it out in the middle of nowhere? It's just a bit weird. Well, well, they've been looking for his, uh, Chris's sister for some reason. They, They want her dead. Right, but why not bring Max out in the middle? It's just odd that she tells tells I the boys Chris, to take them out I, in the I middle of nowhere Chris afterwards. Owed her, I think Chris owed her a debt, and then killing the sister was repaying the debt. And then she did. Yeah, yeah, just she she she, she wants she wants. I I I think she's trying to like. All right, is is Max trustworthy? So she so she has Max kill the sister, and then she has her goons just you know. Yeah, yeah but she crit. is obviously a succubus. Like that's her entire like gimmick is that she's a succubus. Basically, I think she's just a she's regular just a regular vampire. vampire. They could just she's a I think the term is a, a Toriador. She's probably part of the Toriador clan, which is the the super sexy no, the, you want to fuck him clan. No, the Toriadors are the artsy ones. Yeah, there's... what's the the sexy clan then? <laughs> I don't remember, but it's not the Toriadors. It's the sexy clan. <laughs> The Toriador, a clan of vampires known for being the most beautiful, sensual, seductive, emotional, and glamorous. Oh, sh- shit. See, I told you I don't know anything about Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> but, um, it, it just seems odd that she would do this in the middle of the city with Max instead of taking them all out to the middle of nowhere. It's a minor thing. I really like the pros of this. It, uh, it reads cleanly, it reads clearly. And I knew that something... I thought it was just weird shit writing at the start, but then I realized, oh, crap, he's under a vampire spell. And then it all clicked on why I was focusing so much on Michaela. But I like it. Part 1, City of Blood, Chapter 1, New Beginnings. 
The world was dark, a pitch black shroud that Max assumed would never end. He knew he was alive, or at least he thought he was. His grogginess had evaporated, but darkness still covered his vision. The first thing he had been aware of was the ringing in his head, a slow and constant thrum. Alongside it, a slapping noise like water poured onto mud. Is thrum a word? Yep. Yes. That's a dumb word. Well, well, you need to thrum. stop being dumb. You need to stop being well, dumb and read your thought bubble. It can't be dead. He thought. Death would be painless, right? Slowly, he reached out his hands. They didn't go far before he felt a hard and grainy surface. Kicking out his feet, Max found the same obstacle. I feel like I'm caught. an animal caught in a trap. He tried pushing upward, but it was like pushing a wall. He pushed harder, and his muscles burned from the strain, but nothing happened. After a more, several more futile attempts, Max began ramming it with his shoulder, trying to break free. But all it earned him was an intense pain. Uh, hold on. My brain lost where I am. Breath. Oh, there we go. Breathe. Stay calm. Fear is the mind killer. Max wasn't sure if it was his own thought or the words of a wiser man. Max it sounds like the words sure of, of Coach anymore. Kamigawa, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember even the smallest details made the thrumming in his head worse. He grunted in pain, and as if on cue, the thrumming deepened to an almost unbearable level. The details that had led to his current circumstances were hazy at best. He could hardly move an inch, only see darkness, and only hear his own breathing. And God, the pain in his head hit a crescendo. It was as if someone had cracked his skull open and poured his brain into a saucepan like frying an egg. Breathe. Breathe. Since he couldn't pretty remember sure, even... I'm pretty sure breathe has an E at the end, right? Yeah, this was breath. I'm pretty <laughs> that's sure. Yeah, that's weird. Since he couldn't remember even the smallest details, it was... Mmm, surprised that Max didn't know where he was or how to escape. That was a lie, though, wasn't it? Max knew one thing. If he closed his eyes, he could see her face. A face more beautiful than any mortal. A terrifying smile. A delighted grin wider than the Cheshire Cat from his favorite children's story. Called the Teeth. Cheshire Cat, motherfucker? <laughs> Cheshire. I thought it was always Cheshire. I've always heard it been a Cheshire. <laughs> Cheshire? No, it's French, dude. It's Cheshire. All right. Cheshire. Bro, all the French people are gonna fucking hang. All the French people are gonna block us on Twitter. Yeah. They're gonna hang uh, us just, like they did. Well, Louis I just the looked it up on Google and it's pronounced Cheshire. Really? Whoever, whoever said that on Google should shut up. Name one time I've been wrong. You can't. I mean, there's too many to bring up, but... Nope, never. <laughs> Teeth a gleaming white beacon of cruelty with sharp and unnaturally long canines protruding from her grin. The details flooded his mind, but he couldn't recall the bitch's name. I remember that I did something bad, something horrible, something unforgivable? The memory seemed to be within his grasp, but like mist across a lake, before he could seize it, it was gone. Max felt his chest constrict, and he closed his eyes tightly. Uh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. The shame and guilt mixed with the constant thrum, thrum, thrum in his head, and it was enough to rival the worst hangovers he's ever had. The thrum grew deeper and louder, until Max thought he would be driven insane. I'm in hell. Max whispered feebly, but even his whimpering only enhanced his pain. His breath quickened, coming in short gasps, and he placed a hand on his chest to help slow his heartbeat. And then he felt nothing. Even in his panicked mind, Max knew his heart should be racing faster than the turbocharged engine of his 69 Mustang. Okay, that's a sentence that one of us would write. That's Max true. That's something, something I would have put into my Halo fanfic. Only yeah. instead of 69 Mustang, it would have been like like the UNSC's own warthog. Max tried again to feel his heartbeat. Then, he put a hand to his throat to feel the pulse. 
and there was nothing. UNSC nothing. issue M M12 Force Application Vehicle Warthog. <laughs> there was nothing. The irrefutable fact pushed him further to hysteria. I'm in hell. I'm in hell! It started out as a low sob and peaked into a shrill scream. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. I did something bad and now I'm in hell. That was when the thrumming ended. With a loud thunk. Uh, let's see. This looks like a, an old guy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you ain't in hell, youngin'. At least, that the way you mean. Not quit that hollering. Thunk. Thunk. I can get you out of this mess. The wispy voice of the strange man from far away was followed by three more thunks and several thrums. Then, as if God had said, let there be light, Max's world of darkness ended with a brilliant light shining above him. Standing over Max's prison was a man in a silhouette, Max's personal savior from hell. The flashlight in his savior's hand blinded Max, and he surged forward toward the light, his muscles stiff and straining from lack of use. Before he was able to step out of his prison, strong hands caught and held him. Say, ain't no hell, Thinny. Just a wooden box that got mighty hot. I gotta run to let the dog out. Give me like one minute. So Alright. Well, time to make a cut. Let's see, can we mark this for where the cut should be? I mean, I can, I can mark it in post. I know, but make it easier for you to find in post. Uh, I mean, there's just going to be a loud silence after reading this. That's true. I can also just look for the, and here's a break. Yeah. I'm back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <clears throat> we can continue. With a let's see, yeah. With a grunt, the man pulled Max out of his would-be grave. The cool night air gently kissed his skin. Max saw the stranger for the first time, a man in his late forties or early fifties. He had patches of gray hair on either side of a balding head. He wore circular glasses that gleamed in the moonlight. His face was not attractive. The dirt on it didn't cover the gray and white stubble of a poorly kept beard. I knew you'd be here, the man said with the excited tone of a kid opening a Christmas present early. I had a vision, you see, and the visions never lie. Except when they do, of course. <laughs> the man let out a shrill giggle. Max had a difficult time processing the man's words, and he was becoming used to not understanding anything at all. Dazed. Max looked down at his grimy and dirt-covered outfit. My clothes. <coughs> Max wrinkled his nose. They're so filthy. Ah, but actions are in order, ain't they, Thiddy? I'm Chuck, a Malkavian of the line of Cain. Yes, we Malkavians seem more than all the others of our kind. That's why I'm here with you on such a fine night. Jake. Thinny. Malkavian. This man was making less sense every time he spoke. The man saw his confusion and smiled. Max waited Sorry, for more I was, explanation. I was mid drink. That's fine. But the man just kept smiling. Uh, hello, my name is Max. What's good? Your name is steady to me and is likely to remain so, the man interrupted, chuckling. Turning away from Max, he said, I never bother to learn the names of thinnies. Most of you don't last a year, no how. You hungry? Chuck gestured behind him and Max noticed another slightly older man. White clumpy hair and a round lump of a belly, the man wore a vacant expression. A dribble of spit trickled from the corner of his mouth. The first thing Max was aware of was the man's heartbeat. A steady thrumming that made Max's mouth water. Thrum. Eat. Eat up. Every time, take a shot every time they say thrum in this story. Don't do that. Eat? You feel better? Then we can talk. 
Chuck said. Max felt his legs moving towards the old man, even though he hadn't consciously commanded them to. He felt a hollow void open up within the center of his body, and before he could stop and think about what he was doing, he stood next to the old man. That's it, Thinny. Let your instincts take over. Max let his body guide itself. Max bent over the old man, reaching his mouth down to the man's neck. His expression remained vacant. Slowly, instinctually, Max started to suck on the man's neck and veins. He sucked deep, but nothing seemed to happen. Chuck strode to where Max was standing. Open that mouth of yours and say, Ah, Chuck demanded. He found it very difficult to pull his mouth away from the man's neck, but did so. Max's saliva splattered and ran down the man's neck. His expression was as vacant as ever, and Max opened his mouth and let Chuck inspect it. <laughs> ah, you're missing some vital equipment there, Thinny. Whoever heard of kindred without fangs? Not me. But don't worry, I can help you with that. With a big grin, Chuck raised his hand to the man's throat. In the pale light of the moon, Max saw the old yellowed fingernails of Chuck's hand morph into razor-sharp and black claws. His first thought was, demon. Chuck ran the sharp claw across the man's neck. Blood spurted from the wound. Chuck jumped gracefully back, avoiding the cascade of hot blood. The man never even flinched, and the world around Max started to lose focus. Everything within his vision turned to a blurry mess. The open grave and the trees, the man, Chuck. Max was not aware of anything except for the delicious, sanguine fluid bubbling from the wound and running down the man's neck. Before he knew what he was doing, Max was on top of the man, lapping up the warm fluid like a person dying of thirst. The man never once made a sound. He simply stood there, allowing Max to feed. When the world became more focused again, the first thing that Max was aware of was that the man was lying beneath him. The man's eyes had taken on the equally vacant but entirely more morbid expression of death. Max felt better, as if he had gotten rid of a particularly nasty hangover. It hardly even registered that he'd just killed a man. He heard a shrill giggle and looked to see Chuck staring at him, eyes bright with humor. The corners of Chuck's mouth twisted up into a snarling grin as he strode toward Max. Never gets old. Here, clean yourself up. He offered Max a black handkerchief that would graciously mask the color of the blood. First time's always the messiest. I would know. Max stumbled towards Chuck and took the handkerchief from him, barely able to register the words. I suppose I should thank you? Max said, wiping the blood from his mouth. He looked down despondently at the handkerchief and couldn't even see a drop of blood. Almost like it never happened. You shouldn't, actually. In fact, any you're going to be dead in a few months, probably. Your types never last long. My type? He asked curiously. Chuck smiled again. Yeah, your type. Thin bloods. Y'all thinnies are the weakest in the blood. The furthest removed from Cain, the first kindred. Most of my kind looks down on you thin bloods. And if the Camarilla catches you... <laughs> let's just say the afterlife ain't always painless. Chuck lipped his lips, smiling at Max. What do you think about that, thinny? Max stumbled backwards, away from the body. He noticed that his hands were shaking violently. Breathing deeply, Max began to rub his neck to pacify his growing fear. This can't be happening. He thought. Think, think back. I, I don't know who I am or what I am. Max said. Again, he closed his eyes, trying to remember the events that had led him to this pitch-black prison. He vaguely recalled crowds of people running away, trampling anything or anyone who got in their way. He heard the screaming, people shouting for him to stop. Most of the voices he didn't recognize, but some he did. Max tried to concentrate on those familiar voices, tried to identify them. Instead, all he saw was that fucking woman's face again. His hands began to tremble in anger as he let out an involuntary snarl. Uh, Thinny? Hey. Thinny! Max blinked his eyes open to find Chuck waving a hand in his face. He wore a confused but slightly amused expression. Max got the impression that not much confused Chuck. I'm awake, are you? Good. 
We should leave soon. This isn't territory I'm familiar with, and I'd rather not find out who owns this part of New Orleans. Kindred in this city have been very territorial ever since the recent killings. So, Chuck gestured with an arm toward a muddy gravel road and a dingy, white, windowless van. After you, Thinny. Max walked past Chuck slowly. Max wasn't entirely sure he trusted the old geezer, but Chuck had dug him out from that insufferable box, and Max didn't give much of an alternative. Looking back at his would-be grave, he shuddered. The grave had been dug below a gnarled sawtooth oak. The soggy swamp ground and the man-made gravel road were the only solid pieces of ground within miles. Swamps lay all around. As Max walked towards the van, the ground made squelching noises with each step. Why was I in that coffin, Chuck? When I try to remember how I got there, my head aches and all I can see is the face of a woman. Well, Finny, when a human's turned into kindred, they suffer sort of amnesia. What they do remember from their previous life has a strong emotional charge to it. Even now, I can remember my wife. Not many details, but the loves kept the memory alive, he explained. Max began to vigor vigorously shake his head no. That's impossible. Every time I see your fucking face, I feel as if I've swallowed acid. My entire body burns. Max noticed he'd stopped walking. His hands were balled into fists, and Chuck looked over at him, favoring Max with a toothy grin. Max was beginning to hate those grins of his. They seemed to say, I know your secrets better than you, but I won't tell. I never said the emotional charge had to be love, Thinny, Chuck said, turning back towards the van. Most of us kindred hate our size. Most of us never forget that they made us into monsters. Chuck pulled the door of the van open and slid into the driver's seat. Now, let me take you somewhere where we can talk a little safer. Dawn's a-coming. Max slid into the passenger side. He was still unsure of this new world. This world filled with darkness. Wow. That was actually what a good fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. That was... Quite you know what, that was really good. You know what I thought I have, though? What? You'll mm-hmm. never guess. It's time for an actually well-placed commercial break. What? Yeah. And welcome back. Actually, can so, you keep going? I need to so get So, yeah, um, <laughs> this was really good. Uh, I see that it was only written three days ago, so I'm there's bound to be more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, really? This is an early one. Uh, yeah, January uh, Yeah, I, I do... I, I do see that he wrote a Warriors fanfiction back in 2014, so this dude is back. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I'm Warriors? Jake, Jake, I hope you know you got really, really lucky, because I, I assume you sorted by uh, update date. Uh-huh. Did you just go to go to Vampire and find this? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredibly lucky. Almost everything on the most recent pages for fanfiction.net is complete trash. <laughs> uh-huh. I like this, though. This was good. Yeah. I wish Ma- I wish Max good. had more of a personality. Maybe he'll characterize him more. I mean, yeah. we but st- like we started off with him being hypnotized, and now he has amnesia. That's true. Yeah, I'm gl- I I I started to realize that so it's a, okay. So he, maybe he wasn't doing that of his own volition. He was glamoured or whatever, whatever you want to call the hypnotist. I don't know what they call it in that, but um, I think in True Blood they call it glamoured, getting uh-huh. glamoured. Hmm. But yeah, the prose is very strong. The paragraphs flow into each other very well. I think the only problem is I think sometimes there's a few grammar problems, some spelling mistakes. But honestly, if this was tuned up and edited, I would buy this as a book. Probably. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. What was the name of this? Vampire the Masquerade, City of Blood. Of Blood. Nice. I think this might be something we we should revisit in the future once he's That's what I was thinking. You, you know, uh, I just re- uh, what was the name of that Spider-Man fi- fan fiction we read? Uh, we can go back. You and remember? Look. Yeah. See, let, let's see if they've updated that actually. Okay. Because I I know that that what that was one we we really liked. Um, I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna get some water. Uh-huh. Keep going. Okay. 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 Let me see if I can find it on our episodes. Is the Bionicle or is this the Bionicles one? Yes, the Christian Bionicle fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. Never forget. Never forget. That's funny. I don't see it. 
Let me check Spoofy. Did we talk about anything else on in, in that uh, episode? I don't know. No, but I, I it wasn't called Spider Man. Oh, sheep, sheep and sheep and wolves. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sheep and wolves. Yeah, I see it on my history. Uh, did we read the chapter two? Mm, uh, no. I think we only read one chapter. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't updated it. That's a shame. It was last updated December 20th. He might come back to it. Probably. I think it's like a multi-part series already, so I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, try I'm trying to load his author page to see if he did anything else. But, I like uh, the. I like the the choice of making it like from the point of view of someone who has amnesia because then like people who are new to the franchise can also um yeah understand what's going on like, we had no like, problems i'm familiar with vampire the masquerade but i've like i've never played a game of vampire the masquerade uh-huh i know what like, it is and i don't I've, 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 yeah i know of it I'm but sure, i'm I don't sure know. most people just play the game yeah mm -hmm. um i'm not sure how many people know the tabletop game but... yeah which is funny because uh, uh, came first. Yeah, uh, guy who wrote Sheep and Wolves wrote three more fan fictions afterwards, so he's still active at least. That's good. Uh huh. He might have just lost interest in of Sheep and Wolves. I'm a uh, thing I'm usually most curious about in terms of like when people talk about like tabletop games, even if it's like Vampire the Masquerade, like where the video game is what people remember. It's a. Uh -huh. uh, I really like when, because I'm a big fan of like other tabletop games that aren't just Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite one is Masks: A New Generation, which is super, super good. But a majority of them are powered by the Apocalypse games. I don't know how the uh, how Vampire: The Masquerade is done. I I remember it's done through it's like a D10, D10 system. system. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a powered by the Apocalypse system. Because Powered by the Apocalypse uses D6. Mm -hmm. And usually they're super quick and easy to set up and stuff. So Yeah, I know Vampire the Masquerade is very not quick or easy to set up. Well, yeah, because you, you have to do a lot of the world stuff. Mm -hmm. I know they just released... Um, I don't know what it's called, but the, there's a new version of Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, the 5th edition. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, again, another thing I'm aware of, but I've never really played. Well, maybe we can do it sometime for, uh... Who knows? I've, I'd be down to do, like, one-shots of other tabletop games, just as, like, a, just as, you know, a spice of mm -hmm. fluff, you know, here and there, just to, uh, I guess, one-gauge interest on the actual, like, plot, maybe, for, like, future continuations, or if it's just, you know, just, like, a... Hey, this could be a fun thing, like the, like just for Halloween or something. Uh huh. Hmm. <clears throat> I um. Uh, since I guess we're on the topic of vampires, what is your guys' favorite vampire media? Big fan of Castlevania. Yeah, I would say Castlevania. I uh, like my Alucard. I can't really say vampire. Warhammer because that's cheating, but I like the vampires in Warhammer. No, I I I see I see uh, <laughs> I, I, I see we don't have some Helsing in there. The, I've never the continued seen, never trend of Warhammer fans never stop talking about Warhammer. That, I, it's true. I don't know what you want from me. I'm just saying that I keep on getting evidence for it, and now I'm just like, yeah, there it's probably is true. there is a lot of evidence. Warhammer we'll fans be, uh... don't stop talking about Warhammer because Warhammer is relevant to everything because there's video games and books and game and uh, fucking comics and audio dramas, cinematics, cinematics. What What about you, um, Matt? What is your favorite piece of vampire media? The only piece of vampire media I've consumed in the last six years was uh, Helsing Abridged. Twilight. So <laughs> I'd say before that. It would be, uh... Well, I haven't seen Castlevania, so I can't say that. Although it probably would be that if I had seen it. But before 
Helsing Abridged, there was a little manga called Rosario Vampire. Oh, I'm no. Sorry. Which was very weird. I'm so sorry. I knew it someone who said a, that that was like their favorite anime ever, and I didn't know what to think about them. Oh, yeah. No, the anime is trash. Uh, the manga is very interesting, though. Isn't it like a fucking dating sim? Well, the, the interesting thing is it starts out as a sort of cheap... Oh, you know, I get I get to draw a lot of panty shots for the boys to get them interested. <laughs> kind of manga. And then... You mean, you mean Soul Eater? <laughs> yeah, but then 20 chapters in... I don't know what happened, but the author was like, you know, I have really good art. I want to draw people getting fucking murdered by my main character. And so it just turns into a shonen battle manga with a lot of really violent fights that are drawn way better than any manga has any right to be drawn when it starts out with a bunch of stupid, cheap uh, harem panty shot shit. Oh, man. I, 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 I can't remember the I, ending, but it was interesting. I guess my, my my favorite piece of vampire media being that I've never uh, I've never once consumed a single piece of Castlevania media. Um, you you should play Symphony of the Night. As someone who fucking hates Metroidvanias, play Symphia, Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night uh, is Poggers as hell. Yeah, if you want to, I, mean, I, I know it's I know it's one of the things I should play, but I'll probably never end up playing it. I'm gonna make um, you play it next time we hang out. How about that, bitch? What, what if I don't want to? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Helsing Ultimate is definitely up there, both the abridged and the original series. Um, I, lo I love blood, I love gore, I love violence. Uh, so I, I would even say that Helsing sometimes takes it to a level where even I'm uncomfortable, but I, but I, but I love it. It's great. Um, I can't think of anything that's, that... made me, that's made me uncomfortable for, uh, from the amount of gore. Recently. I mean, I, I don't like gore, and I don't like blood a lot, so for me to say I enjoy Castlevania, especially with the uh -huh. Netflix series... The anime is so yeah. good. Because the, the, there, there's, a, there's a part, it's like halfway through the series, where like the, where shit hits the fan in Helsing, where the, the Nazi vampires have begun like their attack on Britain, and like the hordes of like zombies are just snacking on people. Mm -hmm. It's really like graphic. It's brutal. Um, yeah, it's really brutal. Um, besides that, I think live action wise, because I, I think live action has just been a, a, a at least in recent times, but a, sh a, a shit show for the vampire genre. Uh, I would say that the HBO series True Blood was really good until the eighth season, and then they, uh, they kind of dropped the ball on it hard. My sister's mm. been watching The <laughs> I, um... Vampire Diaries, and I hate it. Uh, I loved the Vampire Diaries for the first four seasons. So I remember when that was going on, and I was go digging home. it. I want you to go home. <laughs> Look, okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm, sh I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, yeah, this is trash. But like when it was on, it was like, yeah, this, this, this is it. Look, as someone who absolutely loves Doctor Who, it's okay to like the Vampire Diaries. Uh, doc okay, how, how I, do okay, those two I things think have anything Who is more, is more because, classy. I think well, Doctor Who is definitely more classy. classy. But, like, as soon as, like, uh, they fucked up with Peter Capaldi, because, like, his what? character... I no, love his... Peter Capaldi's doctor. I love Peter Capaldi, but as soon as, like, he was, like, a very mean doctor, and then they were just like, no, he's fun now, smiley face. I didn't like that. That's fair. Okay, I can't I have no, that. I have no, I have no, like, I was about to start opinions on, hands. uh, Jodie Whittaker. If anyone asks, I'm a big fan of this... Doctor. Yeah, I haven't seen her as I'm the doctor big, yet. I'm a big fan of I women, like Peter. so she's got my approval. Yeah. I like Peter Capaldi. No, she sucks. David Tennant will always be my doctor. Uh, I'm iffy on Matt Smith. Tom Baker. I don't. I don't. Time. I don't know if Jodie Whittaker would have been a good doctor if they didn't have Chris Chudley writing it. The, writing it, but it's uh, yeah, it's not good. Chris Chudley is that your brother, Greg? Yeah. Had you? Yeah. Absolutely. They the they, they gave him. the doctor a name and an origin story. What? Yeah, wasn't she like a fucking a child of the time or something? Like she what, was, was like yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So 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 yeah. So get so get this. 
Uh, Gallifrey is back for the bajillion time, and the Master blows it up. And the Master explains to the Doctor that she is the Timeless Child. And that a long time ago, the Time Lords discovered this alien being from another dimension called the Timeless Child. And the Timeless Child could regenerate infinitely. And then they siphoned her power so all Time Lords could, uh... Uh, regenerate, and the doctor is is you know the d d super important, and I I think I think that I think that yeah I, yeah not not even a time lord. I'm pretty sure they even go with like what the child was originally named or something like that. Because the doctor meets like this like black woman doctor, and the doctor's like, what I never turned into you. Is like oh all will be explained, and then they explain the finale that the doctor is regenerated a potentially an infinite amount of times and can continuously regenerate forever so we can keep having more and more doctor who well that truly oh my god the purpose of the entire franchise well i mean yeah. technically matt smith cheated uh because the doctor like it yeah, makes I sense for the time thought, lord to have 12 gener regens i will yeah, say like, i thought that was dumb. having 12 the doctor having 12 regenerations makes sense because that's like a clock I can sort of get away with like twenty four instead, because then it would be a twenty four uh -huh. hour time. No, yeah, he... yeah, I, 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 I can at least buy him getting like some extra ones, but just the whole time he could just infinitely generate whatever he wanted to. But I'm, I'm really annoyed that not only did they just retcon in a, another doctor just the whole time. Like they didn't, they've done nothing with the eighth doctor, like at all, other than that shitty movie. And then it's like implied that he's the one that fought in the time war with Dalek. And then it's just no, like that's the war doctor. No, no, that's the war doctor now. I mean, mind doctor. you, I saw that that movie in theaters and it was pog as hell. The day of the doctor. Yeah, it was. Dude, super I cool. loved it. Uh, I saw it in again, theaters. And it, it, was it caters super good. to my need of David Tennant being the doctor, so I'm uh -huh. okay with it. But then at the, oh, also, at the oh. end of the, uh, oh, can I finish what I was saying? At the end of the okay. the Smith era, they're implying, like, there's no more doctors because he also threw away one of his regenerations, apparently, with, mm -hmm. uh, with River. Yeah, with, uh... He, like, donated the River, which was that's, weird. No, that's not, that's not how regeneration that, it, should work. And then... Because he, he like, used some of the regeneration energy for that. But uh -huh. wasn't there also something with his hand, too? Yeah, I think it was the clone that was his hand, and then giving. Yeah, the... no, he can like he can siphon like the energy to something. I just mm -hmm. don't think I'm... that he should be able to do that being... and have that count as a regeneration. I'm being yelled for. So well, I think I think it's because I I think the reason why it counted is because he like almost completely revived her with it. Oh yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I I'm also one of the component people who's like resurrection is not a really fun idea. Like, if, if you're going to kill somebody, at least make them stay dead. Or at least bring them close to death so that way they can be saved. But, like, if you're just uh... going to fucking kill them off, just fucking kill them. Oh, 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 no. It was when, in the Stolen Earth, David Tennant gets killed by a Dalek, but he, um, he puts his, uh, his regeneration energy into the severed hand to fully regenerate again. Hmm. Yeah. Again... David Tennant's my favorite doctor, so I'm gonna give him a free pass because I fucking love David Tennant as the doctor. But fuck, dude, I don't like that they retcon a lot of shit. Uh, but looping back to vampires, because uh, we went on a tangent about Doctor Who instead of vampires. I really need to watch the Twilight series. It's like on my to-do list of like fucking dumb shit that I need to watch. I heard Twilight. I'm disappointed. Uh, also, Jacob, uh, the the moment with the tenth doctor we're thinking of is in the stolen earth. He gets exterminated by a Dalek, but he sh he shunts the regeneration energy into his severed severed hand to prevent himself from fully regenerating. Uh -huh. He just is he keeps his appearance and personality. But and, the, and then the the, the hand turns into a clone, and then goes to live with a uh... yeah. What's her name? Also, blonde. uh, <laughs> blonde. Me, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Not River and Rose. Amy. Rose. No, it's not. How I thought it's Rose had a fucking fiance. That was Mickey. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, okay. She gets put into another yeah, dimension, yeah, they, they... and then oh right, there is a clone doctor. 
Oh, by the way, if you want to know the level of quality of the tw of of tw uh, no, so thirteenth Doctor Jody Whitaker, there's an episode where Jody Whitaker and the Chum Bucket Pals they go back to Salem, and Jody Whitaker is waving her sonic screwdriver all over the place, and of course the Salem people are like, ah, oh, she's a witch, and then Jody Whitaker's like, oh, if I was a man, I would be getting uh crucified and labeled as a witch and it's like you you are the 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 almighty historian doctor you know that if you're waving your futuristic technology around in salem you're gonna get labeled as a witch yeah uh that's a long long process so any any last remarks before we wrap up this episode of so you think you can fan it vampire horny okay i remember when doctor who was good I do too. Jake? <laughs> Rest in peace. Alright. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. <clears throat> Goodbye.